Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And recently I caught up with Jamie Vaughan from CCM magazine. She was on the red carpet at the Dove Awards recently, chatting to all of our favourite Christian artists. So I caught up with her and uh, asked her to share a bit of her story. I started out by asking Jamie to tell us where she was born and raised. Hi, Matt. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and adopted at birth. And for the most part, I was raised in Panama City Beach, Florida, and ended up in Nashville, Tennessee, where I am now, after college, wanting to pursue a career as a singer, and that didn't work out. So I ended up taking a two-week temp job at a record label, Word Entertainment, which is the oldest Christian record label in the country. And from there, that two-week temp job turned into a -a ten-and-a-half-year career where I was the director of sales and marketing for the distribution division. And that's how I ended up in the music industry. Wow, that's a pretty cool story. Uh, Let's just backtrack a bit and find out a bit of your faith journey. Were, Were you raised in a religious household? I was. I was raised with a father who was an ordained minister, grandfathers who were ministers or gospel singers. And I don't remember a time that I wasn't a Christian, didn't love God, but I did walk away from my faith at about 15. Mm -hmm. And it took about a year after that to really have God get a hold of my life and, and, and turn that around. Being a pastor's kid, sometimes you can get hurt by the church. Yeah. And I had really gotten my eyes on man and not had my eyes on God. And I can remember going, okay, if this is really real, God, I, I need to know. And I just felt it in my spirit that it was, you know, you've taken your eyes off of me. You've put your eyes on what you think God is by watching man. And that's not it. I, I'm your heavenly father and I love you. And mm. so... I um, ended up giving my life back to Christ, and um, from there, I, I've just you know tried to do what have my work be a ministry-based work. No matter what I do, I want it to be kingdom impacting. Mm, that is wonderful. Well, what a great story of uh, you know coming back to the Lord after that season as a teenager of, of doubting. And uh, tell us a bit about your singing career. Like, did you start singing at a young age? How, how did you get into it? I did. I grew up, um, at about the age of three, I became obsessed with the country singer Barbara Mandrell. Um, Most people um, who are over the age of 40 will know who she is, but um, the younger crowd may not. But I wanted to be a singer so bad. And my mom said I would go around the house singing at the top of my lungs and could not carry a tune in a bucket. And when I was eight years old... She said she got down on her hands and knees one night and prayed to God, either give her a voice or make her not want to do this ever again. And that morning I woke up and could sing. Ah. (laughs) And it was the craziest thing. And so I did my first solo at nine years old, standing behind the piano hiding, and I sang Go Tell It on the Mountain. And we had, my father was an associate pastor at a church at that time, and our pastor was very good about letting people get up and use their gifts in music. And so I had a great training ground of always singing in church. 
and I knew I, I wanted to be a Christian singer, and uh, um, I just worked at it for a long time. I ended up not going to college for that, though. I, I went to college and um, studied communications, so it's one of those um, jack-of-all-trades but master of none. But it, it kind of let me dabble in a bunch of things, and, and I walked away from the singing thing for a while and really, really wanted to get back into it, but... At the age of 28 is when I decided to take that leap and, and, and go into the industry and found out, unfortunately, I was too old to do CCM um, music in regards to the age that they usually will find somebody. Really? So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, as much as it is a ministry, it's also a business, and you have to realize that. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you, you do ministry in church, or you... Um, well, you know, put on a, a local concert if you need to, but not everybody gets to be Lauren Daigle, mm. and that's okay. And and God will sometimes use your gift to put you in a place you never even imagined you would be and not even be using that gift anymore. Mm. And I always find that to be very, very interesting and fascinating how he's weaved that through my life sometimes. In this segment, I asked Jamie to share a bit about how she got involved working behind the scenes in the Christian music industry. Like I said earlier, I took this two-week temp job in Nashville, and and I was thinking, I don't, you know, this will be something I'll do for a little while, and I'll get that deal. That'll happen. And then you realize you have to pay the bills. You know, that, that rent check is going to be due every month, and that electric bill will be due every month. So they, as I was doing this temp job, it was only supposed to be for two weeks. They were interviewing people for the job, and it was a customer service job, and nobody likes doing customer service, but I think everybody should do it once in their life. And I think it really teaches you a, a, a servant's heart uh, when you're doing those, those types of jobs. But um, finally, they came to me after a couple of months and said, you know, we've not found anybody, and you finally learned the program because the program we used took about two months to learn. Would you like the job? And I said, yeah, sure. Uh, and, but still not thinking that it was going to be permanent for me. And within six months, I had been promoted to a sales rep, and I had partners, uh, field reps that I worked with that worked out in the region that they serviced, and I was in-house in Nashville, and we worked directly with independent Christian retail stores all across America. And, and that job ended up... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm, I'm just uh, curious, you know, like I, I've been in you know Christian radio for over 20 years, and I remember when I first started, I used to get CDs in little boxes from Word Entertainment, and uh, I'd play yeah. them on my radio show, and uh, and I'm just trying to remember all of the the big artists that have been on Word over the years. So who did you work with in, in Word over those years? Well, you know, Word, everybody started at Word at one point or another. <laughs> uh, you know, you had the Gaithers who started here. Amy Grant started at Word. You name it, most likely their paths have crossed. But when I had first started, the big group that we had was Big Daddy Weave. Mm-hmm. And then Group One Crew was just starting out, and Francesca Battistelli was in a development deal and didn't even have a record out yet, hadn't even recorded a note of music with Word. Wow. And then they were in talks with two brothers named Joel and Luke Smallbone, who had <laughs> no group name. <laughs> and we were we had them for a long time before... They decided what their sound was, and they decided on a name, and there were many, many meetings about that, but 
it, it's been really fun, even now not being there for the past three years, still watching these artists grow and bloom. You know, and it, it's really exciting to, to be part of that. Mm. And even, I don't think people realize how many people are behind the scenes at record labels working to get that music made and produced, get it out to the um, to the consumer, whether it be by the digital market or the physical market, and then working with the bookstores around the country, you know, and that's their ministry. They don't do it to make money because goodness knows they really don't make a lot of it. But they do that to, you know, to be able to be a lighthouse in their community. And then you have the people who are doing you know, booking the artist and sending the artist out to concerts and, and all of that that go into you know, people think that they just write a song and it's done and they're famous. And, it, and there's so much more to it. And, it. and it's hard, hard work for those artists. Mm. But it's been great fun watching, you know, them come from development deals and be, like the other night, just winning, watching several of the artists that I've worked with win Dove Awards for yeah. projects that, that you'd had your hand in. And it's, it's, it, it's a great accomplishment on your end as well. And recently I caught up with Jamie Vaughan from CCM Magazine. She was on the red carpet at the Dove Awards chatting to all of our favourite Christian artists and I asked her to share a bit about how she got that gig. Here's what she had to say. I had always said I thought I would be really, as a joke, like I could do that job and do a red carpet. Yeah. And I landed at Salem Media a couple of months ago working for a dear, dear friend of mine. And he said, well, why don't you go do the ASCAP Awards? And we don't have anybody to, to go do that red carpet. And I was like, what? He goes, just do it. And earlier this year, I had decided to just say yes to the craziest things that come my way. And so, of course, I said yes. And then the next thing I know, last Friday, I was told, hey, you want to go um, work the red carpet for the Doves? And I was like, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, sure. And so I spent the weekend studying up on the artist and, and trying to, you know, remember everything because you have no idea who's actually going to walk up and talk to you. Mm. And you're hoping you're going to get the big ones. And, and we got most of them. Mm. But it was so much fun just hearing their hearts. And hearing um, the excitement of, of why they've been nominated or that they were, so, you know, some were there that I talked to were just presenting. And, and the excitement of the 50th annual Dove Awards, it was such a huge milestone. So I made sure I was asking every artist, you know, what was your favorite Dove memory over the years? And then, you know, what advice would you give an up-and-coming artist uh, if, if they were to ask you? And... That was great. And Zach Williams, let me tell you, he was super tall. I yeah. didn't expect him to be that tall. <laughs> and I loved when I asked him about Stephen Curtis Chapman earlier this week had made a statement to the local newspaper in Nashville that he thought the new torchbearers in Christian music were Zach Williams and Lauren Daigle. Mm. And seeing Zach just so humbled by it, Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman, who's the most award-winning artist in Dove history with 58 Doves, turning around and saying Zach Williams is going to be carrying that torch for mm. years to come. It was, it was so great to see. Mm. And, and so many of the artists are so wonderful and excited to be there. It's like a kid on Christmas morning for them, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun to watch. And isn't it cool to hear about uh, Zach Williams' connection with Chris Pratt? What, what an amazing God story, hey? Yes, I know. Um, you, you see Chris, and, and a lot of people may not realize that he's a Christian because, you know, he's a Hollywood guy, and 
but he's, you know, he's, he's very open about his faith. And then the fact that he was willing to uh, give up a very big award show to hang out with Zach. I hope your viewers go and watch that and and hear that story. But to to see that he's just this really cool guy that loves Jesus and wants to help other people reach Jesus. That's so, so great to see. Mm, It's wonderful. Now, uh, before we go, I I just want to mention, you know, people can do a search for Salem Media Group or CCM Magazine, or, you know, they can find Singing News. They're all on Facebook. They can, you know, I'll put the links up at our our website. But, um, But before we wrap up, I always like to ask people to share uh, the heart of the gospel. Uh, you shared about how you were raised in a Christian home. You had that time at the age of 15 where you fell away from God, but then you realized uh, the truth of the gospel. Uh, you know, there might be people listening that never heard the gospel. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond to it? I think we live in a world that is full of hopelessness. And I think that as Christians, we have to show them hope. Even if things aren't okay, and it's okay that things aren't okay, that we still have Jesus at the center of it. And God is there to be our Father and our friend. He's there not to be this big, mean being in the sky who shoots down lightning bolts when we're bad. He's there to pick us up and dust us off when we've fallen from grace. Mm. And that you can always come back to God. I... I lost my father last year to leukemia, and I was there holding his hand when he went into heaven. And that was the most holy moment I've ever had in my life. And I watched him struggling to breathe and, and to, to stay with us. And it was like watching somebody being birthed into eternity in that moment. And I don't want to miss it. And I don't want anybody else to miss it. And if you think that there is nothing of value in your life, you're wrong. Because God created you. He put his fingerprint on your heart. And all of us have this God-shaped hole that we're trying to fill. And it can only be filled by him. And I promise I promise, even if it's hard, he is there with you every step of the way. No matter what, you will always, always have somebody with you when you have God. Mm. And to me, that's the gospel. That is such good news, Jamie, and so beautifully shared about the uh, passing of your father and uh, so uh, beautiful to think about that your father is in heaven now. And um, we, yeah. we want as many people as we can to uh, to make it there as well. And that's why we do what we do, to share the good news, hey? Yes, mm. absolutely. Wonderful. Well, if people have been stirred by that message and they want to respond, uh, you can contact us uh, at our website. You can go to historymakers.tv and uh, we can uh, you can send us an email. We can send you a Bible and some information about following Jesus. Uh, we'd love to connect with you there. Or you can connect with us, History Makers Radio and TV on Facebook. Uh, it's been such a blessing uh, to be able to connect with you today, Jamie. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Thank you. I had a ball. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.